0: This is episode 76 of the Four Areas to Improve Your Personal Growth series. Today we are covering the spiritual category.
1: Welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tawny Beardall
0: and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. Welcome, everyone. We are so happy to have you with us. This is a beautiful and such an important topic, and we're so grateful for the opportunity to be able to share this.
1: I really do think we saved the best for last. I'm really excited.
0: We did. And with all of these topics, we've really just been trying to talk a little bit about the why behind these are even important. So, Tony, will you start us off with talking about why we should be focusing on this spiritual growth?
1: Yeah. Everyone's path to their personal spirituality is going to look totally different. And I think we need to make that clear right up front. It's just really important to have a clear understanding of what you believe because it gives you a personal sense of meaning and purpose in your life. And that is just an innate need that every human being has. Understanding the purpose of spirituality in your life will really help you find happiness and be able to grow yourself personally. One of the first ways we can do this is just by acknowledging that there is a higher power. I would feel very lost and lonely without my understanding of God. It literally is the foundation of my life. It helps me get through the hard times. It brings more joy in the good times. Understanding what that is to you is really important. You need to really do some soul searching to figure out what that looks like for you and to connect with God on a personal level. So one thing that I like to think about is who is Jesus Christ, our Savior, to you individually? Think about that question. Do you recognize Him in the everyday moments of your life? Do you see his hand in your life? Since I've been actively looking for him, I have been blown away by how often he's just in the very, very details of my life. I actually teach a Sunday school class at our church, and something that I start every class with is asking my teenagers if they've had any experiences where they received a love note from God that week. It helps them to be aware of these moments where they're looking around themselves every day to recognize God's hand in their lives. And it can be something very simple.
0: But sometimes the smaller they are, the more meaningful they are. They're just for you, and there's something that you realize is for your happiness and your benefit.
1: And I think one of the ways I've tried to help them recognize this is when they are reading their scriptures is not to just read these stories about people in history, but they're really looking for the hand of God in these individuals' lives in the scriptures. And when they start recognizing that, they can start recognizing God's hand in their lives personally. It is honestly a life-changing experience to do this. And I've given all of them a notebook to just keep with them, keep in their cars, somewhere they're around regularly by their nightstand. And then at night before you go to bed, you really look for those instances where you know that God was aware of you and he's in your
0: life. I love that you're teaching that to those teenagers too. That's so cool.
1: So with us discussing the spiritual aspect, there's one thing that I really want to mention before we get going. Like I said before, this is going to look very different to every individual. And you listeners may have picked up that Erica and I are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But that does not mean that we're asking you to believe or to think the same way that we do. We're just trying to give you new ideas to help encourage spirituality in your life. And when I started this podcast, I had a very, very clear impression that this podcast was not supposed to be focused on a specific religion. I just knew that we needed to spread light and love and hope to people of all faiths. I want all of you to feel comfortable coming here to learn and to feel loved and included. I had an experience recently that just really summed this all up for me. It was really touching for me, honestly. And it came from something really simple. My daughter, who is nine years old, Her name's Maisie, and she does a wax museum at school. She picks a notable person in history, and she gets to dress up like them. Everyone comes, and they just stand there like a wax figure, and when someone touches the button on her hand, she tells everybody about her life. That's so cute. Isn't that the best? So Maisie chose Mother Teresa, and I just loved diving in and learning more about this amazing woman. I honestly just knew she was a saint, and just a wonderful person, but I didn't know the details of her life. So I was really interested to engage with my daughter and learn about her as she was researching about her. So we got one of those simple who is books. I read it with her, and she went to bed, and I wanted to finish. I just sat there by myself in my kitchen, and as I read about this woman, I was overcome with the Spirit of God. I had tears running down my face, and I knew in that moment that light and good are Everywhere truth is truth. You guys no matter where it comes from It talked about how mother Teresa became famous for her devotion in bringing help to suffering humanity But with fame we all know that often comes criticism Sadly mother Teresa wasn't exempt from that and people argued that her service to the poor was just an excuse to make people become Catholic but mother Teresa we all know, had the most pure heart. And I absolutely love her response to the critics here. I'm just going to quote her. I convert you to become a better Hindu, a better Catholic, a better Muslim or Buddhist. End of quote. She believed that people of all different faiths were praying to the same God. And the most important thing was to love one another. So she went on to say, the best conversion is to make people love one another when they love one another they come closer to god i just think it's so beautiful and i hope that what we do today just echoes that same open and loving mentality we do not care what religion you associate with we just want you to feel a strong connection to god and to our savior
0: absolutely i completely agree with you and we have felt so much love sharing faith with people who have other faiths. It's been so beautiful to be able to share in that. So I'm so grateful for that story. That's so beautiful and perfectly sums it up. Right. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about how we grow our spirituality. How do we do this? What can we focus on?
1: Well, something that's been on my mind a lot lately is kind of understanding this difference between religion and spirituality. Often when we speak of spirituality, we separate people into two groups. We think, okay, you're either religious or you're spiritual. But I personally believe that this is a really false narrative that we need to work on changing. One should not become substitute for the other. And I've often heard it defined this way. If you're religious, you participate in a community worship or organized religion and you follow the teachings of a church. But some people think if you're just spiritual, you have this way to really commune and you experience a higher connection with yourself and God. Often these people are really in tune with the earth and they really try to connect with their feelings. These things should not be disconnected. I think this is where we're missing the mark. The mistake that some members of religion make is a mistake that a lot of members of religion make is that just because we have this template in a community that is spiritually and service-oriented, it is not a substitute for an individual and personal relationship with Christ and our Father in heaven. We need to commit to and fulfill both religion and spirituality, and this will make up the heart of our spiritual life and experiences. So how has this disconnect started to happen? We become so focused on the destination, the checklist, and the personal preconceived expectations that we have from our religion that we end up losing sight of what the point of all of these tasks were in the first place. We just need to rewire our brains to remember that it is all about the journey The importance of having a personal relationship with God, and like I said before, to be aware of His hand in every single aspect of your life. We don't need to just say that it is completed, like okay, said my prayers, check, did my scripture study, check, I served someone, check. You know, we have this list of things that we are asked to do and should do, but for what reason is it because we're fulfilling the template, or is it? because we're doing these things to connect and feel closer to God and to try to become more like him. So when you're doing these things that we should do and that really help us feel fulfilled, we just need to ask ourselves, did I feel anything? Did this experience penetrate my heart? Do you feel the love and gratitude for your father in heaven? I think the problem is we often lose sight of the why behind what we started to do in the first place. And we just need to understand that it is all about the condition of our hearts. That's what will make the difference.
0: Realizing that the template is still good, but it's about our personal connection. And I think too, we often think about the appearance to others. And so often we kind of get caught up in, okay, I'm, I'm making sure that everybody sees me as doing all these things. And, and really when we like let go of that and do it for us, it becomes so much more beautiful. It's such a crucial part to remember if you do belong to a particular religion, because you might be going through the motions. And if your actions are motivated by that appearance and isn't because of the connection you want to feel with your father in heaven, You may lose sight of that, and we just need to recognize this. At some point in our lives, our faith may be tried. Things can be difficult, and when we hold on to that solid foundation of that relationship and the purpose behind religion and spirituality, it is the thing that's going to keep you going.
1: I love that perspective. And what I've noticed is when I've seen people leave their churches, this has just been a common cause for them to feel lost because they were focusing on the checklist rather than the connection with God. And what makes me really sad is when they do leave the religion thinking that's the problem, they do end up recognizing this void within them. And I've seen people then really begin to dedicate time energy, and thoughts to fulfilling that void that they're feeling, And they may find it, which is wonderful. We all need to find like, peace and happiness in our life, no matter what that looks like. But what I'm recognizing is, what if we put that effort in inside of the religion that we're in already? What if we really dedicated ourselves to feel that connection to God and with ourselves, and we did those extra steps to make that happen, to set aside time for spirituality in our lives. It would be this universal feeling of being fulfilled because often in religion, it creates instant bonds and connections with other people that have your back, that know what you're going through, that just become your family in an awesome community. That is one reason why I love religion. It's just created this almost family-like bond that you just know you are there for each other. You have each other's backs. And it it's just a beautiful experience. So I'm not saying you have to have a religion to be spiritual. I'm just saying wherever you are right now, why don't you just try to put in all the efforts possible to see if you can feel fulfilled there. Then you'd be really prayerful and really mindful about what you want to do from there.
0: Yeah, I think if we put in half the effort we put into sometimes into even just connecting with our friends to connecting to God. You know, yeah. we, you, you would see monumental growth. And sometimes we, we miss that because we're, we're just doing without really feeling sometimes. So one thing that I've been very blessed with in the last year, our church has really increased this home centered church supported gospel learning. And there's been a lot of things that they've done to kind of help implement this and encourage us to do this. But it was something that either you own it and you go forward with it, or you, you know, maybe don't, but I have really tried to increase the amount of like gospel learning or gospel discussions, faith building discussions in my home, which is not easy. I have two toddlers, basically, and just me and my husband. And this wasn't a regular thing we had done before to just have faith building discussions regularly. We went to church always very regularly, but it wasn't something we always did as a couple. We didn't necessarily read scriptures as a couple. um, Didn't talk about things often unless something came up and just really putting this into place in our home. And it's short, it's little, it's small, but just like trying to have more, moments of feeling the spirit, feeling God in our lives has grown our relationship with him. And it's just become a naturally bigger part of my life. And it's been a blessing. And I think this can be implemented in any religion just to do these things and have these discussions and share our experiences with each other, and bring it into your home. I think it's been such a beautiful thing.
1: Not to mention what a blessing it has been with this COVID nineteen going on.
0: Exactly, it's been <laughs> because a, well, and we prepared for it for a year. We practiced it for a year before this happened. Like what a miracle! <laughs>
1: It is. It's amazing. And just because you don't have a place to go to a service and worship doesn't mean you can't worship. No matter what religion you are, dedicate that time on the Sabbath day to really do that. Or any day, honestly, just creating those experiences with the people around you, sharing what you're learning and what you're studying. I think it will change your whole relationship and the dynamic and the feeling in your entire home.
0: Just some small things that kind of come about because of that is that I get to own my own growth. I know that I progress as much as effort as I put into it. And it just feels more natural to have faith-promoting conversations with other people. It doesn't feel as forced because it's something that I'm focusing on regularly. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. It's wonderful when we can come together, doesn't matter what faith you belong to. I've had some beautiful discussions with people. I don't even know what religion they are, but I know we both, are growing spiritually and having those discussions has been so beautiful so I really love that idea and just little pieces of home centered growth with having those discussions at home has been such a blessing so moving on let's talk about some examples of of how to set goals to grow in this because the whole purpose for this is to set a few goals in this category um, to make efforts to to grow spiritually now. So let's talk about that a little bit. How can we do that?
1: Well, I think one of the greatest ways is trying to just learn how to become more like our Savior.
0: Oh, yes. So as if you've listened to some of the episodes in the past, I was about a year ago, I was struggling a little bit with prayer, a little bit with connection with God, just feeling a little bit like that wasn't really, feeling meaningful and I was really like striving to figure out how to have a better connection. And so I was listening to a lot of talks from our church leaders and I swear, and I'm sure that I've listened to a few on repeat, but like five talks in a row said that if you want to grow a relationship with your savior to learn about him. And that's been a really beautiful way to not only try to be more like him but to grow a relationship with him and so that's a really great goal just to make an effort to learn about the Savior and you can do that by reading scriptures about his life reading scriptures um, about those who were affected by him or anyone who teaches about him
1: oh I love that and something that I've been very focused on the last few months I don't know why it keeps coming to me but I want to learn how to be mindful and more present Gosh, this experience again with the coronavirus has definitely slowed us all down and given us an opportunity to be more present. What matters to me? What matters in life? And what do I want to focus my energy and time on rather than just going through the hamster wheel of life of things that we have set up? So this has been a great opportunity for me to recognize what is going on in my life. And after this whole thing's over, what I want to pick back up and continue doing a good way that we can do this is through meditation. I've really tried to study about meditation recently and it has been eye-opening and it's become a very valuable part of my day every single morning. And I actually bought a Christian meditation course to help me understand how to do this. And I gave one to Erica for Christmas so we could do it together and learn. It was the
0: best gift ever.
1: (laughs) Do you love it?
0: I love it. I love it. So
1: This is amazing. We actually have an interview next week with the creator of this course. So please stay tuned. You're going to love it. It's incredible. But what we have learned through Brooke Snow, who is the creator of this program, is how important meditation is in our lives. And there's so many incredible benefits that come from it. And I don't want to give away too much because we're going to discuss that next week. But I actually found an article about a school that has replaced detention with meditation. And it was ridiculous, the changes that they saw in this school. It was very impactful. The violence in the school decreased. Kids were just learning how to handle their emotions better and they were choosing to meditate instead of getting angry and lashing out that these kids had done their whole lives. And it just taught them a new way of feeling and thinking. I found it incredible. Meditation is actually just another word for prayer. I think this has always been a part of the gospel, it's just that the vocabulary is different. When we speak of pondering, reverence, and prayer, meditation is totally found amongst those practices. It's important to find the time to just sit. Sit with Him. It gives us a chance to set aside time from the world, having your own personal retreat, And it's not something that can become a checklist item like we talked about earlier. It's a moment that you get to put away all your thoughts and feelings of your life and what's going on in the world to just find stillness and mindfulness. And the coolest thing is meditation can honestly occur in your worship, in your church meetings, and in just little small daily moments of your lives. So it's just setting aside time to breathe and to be mindful and present and connect with ourselves and God in a different way.
0: And I'm so excited for you all to learn a little bit more about this next week because it is such a beautiful practice and it's something that might feel a little bit unknown to you. So it's a a really cool one to study and to learn more about. So I'm excited for that next week episode.
1: Oh yeah. The next thing that I thought we could cover was understanding the difference between just praying and actually communing with God. I hope you guys understand that God still communicates with his children today. That wasn't just something that happened in the Bible. Revelation can be personal and it can continue your life as long as you're looking for it. It's just really important to listen for answers from God, not just give him this list of what we're worried about and what we would like to have happen. Communing means that we just need to ensure that there's a two-way relationship here. So imagine if a friend of yours always came to you and told you everything that was going on in their lives, the good, but also the worries and the fears and the frustration. And then they just walked off and left and they never gave you an opportunity to respond. I think that Our Father in Heaven has a lot to say about our prayers, and He wants to respond. He loves you, but we need to just give Him time to respond. We need to just listen and create this space where He can have the opportunity to respond to you. And I think we do discuss this quite a bit in that prayer episode that you referenced earlier, Erica, right?
0: Oh, yeah. And it does talk a little bit about some of these ideas, which is an awesome one to listen to. It helped me a lot, obviously. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, me too. And it's been years of practicing and trying new things. So we can't just try and say, oh, he's not talking to me, I'm done. Like it's been a, a lot of tweaking and trying different techniques to really start to hear him more in my life and looking for it, like I said, looking for those love notes all the time. So we have a bunch of other thoughts about um, goals goal can do. Maybe you can give us some ideas, Erica.
0: Some of these goals might seem a little obvious, but... Even just making regular scripture reading a part of your daily ritual, that is a great goal to have and finding meaning in those scriptures, that's a beautiful place to grow and learn and feel the spirit influence in your life. I think it's great to set aside a time to do this. You can work on just that aspect of it, of I'm going to do this at this time or setting a goal to read and study for a specific time instead of necessarily a certain number of verses or just a chapter, just really allowing yourself to really study. I think one of the best times to study really is in the morning. Our brains tend to work a little bit better early in the day. And so we're not falling asleep trying to study and read, but find different ways for you.
1: One thing that made scripture study more interesting to me was I started picking a word to study about because I'm not really good at just going through chronologically. Let's say I just want to learn about hope and I will just search for everything I possibly can about hope. And I'll just kind of have a little, a notebook that I'll write down everything that I've learned about that subject. And sometimes to me that just hits me differently and it's a little more personal. That's just an idea.
0: I love that. I love listening to talks that are scripture based or to pod like podcasts that are, based around spiritual aspects, I think that that's a great way to grow. We have so much material out there. So I think that's been a really great way to just incorporate that because sometimes we don't have time to sit down in the moment. So being able to do that while you're driving or doing some chores or whatever, that's a great way to add Mm -hmm. that in while you're doing some other things. Um, And then I think just having a moment of gratitude daily is one of my favorite ways to really connect spiritually and to build that relationship with God because we see his hand in our lives. And I think that really goes back to the love notes from God.
1: Something that I've tried recently that a friend suggested has been really pivotal. It was starting a prayer journal or a revelation journal. So I grabbed a binder and I put some tabs in it. And I have my first section is just questions. I will write down any question I can think of. And it doesn't have to be spiritual. It can literally be, why can't I understand my math class? Or why do I have pain in my foot? I don't know. Just any question you can have. And it can be very spiritual, too. Any thoughts about religion or concerns you have, you just pour your heart out on this question section. And then I flip the tab and I have answers. And I've numbered my questions. And then I just will pick a few things to pray about from my questions, and I'll focus on that I'll go on a run while I have one of those thoughts in my head, and I will study about those things too. I'm not just asking God to like give me this lightning bolt experience where I give this answer. I'm going to do everything I, that I can to search for truth along with this answer, so when I feel like i've Received an answer to this. I record it in that next section. So, for an example from my personal prayer journal, I know it's number eight because I've been working on it, but my question was, Why do I feel so pulled to learn about meditation right now? And I woke up in the night last night and I had my answer. It was really, really interesting. But I'm personally going through a really, really hard time and I've been using meditation more than I ever have. And I realized that I could not be functioning as great as I am with going through this trial without meditation. It has completely changed how I'm showing up. And it's helping me be intentional about who I want to be. I cannot endorse this idea enough. And it has really changed how I pray. And it makes it so real. And I know he's answering my prayers. It looks differently than I thought it would sometimes. But this has been a really great experience for me to recognize him in my life and to get answers to these questions that have just lived up in here in my head. It just to write it down is so therapeutic. This has been one of the biggest changes for me this year. And I highly suggest trying it.
0: That's beautiful. So I hope you guys got a few good ideas of ways that you can grow spiritually And if you need a few more ideas, we do have a few episodes to give you references for because we've done a few about these (laughs) topics and we just want to be able to give you some more material to just kind of be able to continue pondering on this. So we'll make sure to post about these. Um, But just to mention them really quickly, um, number 18 is called Be Responsible for Your Energy. And this is just about really being intentional about the way you show up and the person who you want to be and what kind of energy you bring into the room. And it's a really beautiful episode. Tawny did a great job in kind of teaching some of the, these ideas. So I love that episode. It's one of my favorites for sure. And then of course, there's the episode 19 prayer, which is this <laughs> is an episode that was inspired because I was really struggling and Tawny helped kind of teach me some some new techniques. and. We talked about it and it's, it's a difficult skill to learn and it's okay. Yeah. I've realized that it's okay for it to be, to be difficult and it is something we get to practice and that's why we probably are able to do this so many times in a day. So it's been a beautiful episode for me. Episode 42, it's a Tales from Teens. It's about finding joy through loneliness. I just think there's so much beautiful connection to God in that episode when you are just feeling lonely. And I think if you're feeling lonely, it is a beautiful episode And that yeah. you can be surrounded by a lot of people and still feel lonely. So I think that's been a really great episode. And we've had a, a lot of feedback about that episode. It's been one of our mm-hmm. top listens for a while now. So, um, and then 51 is a solo episode that Tawny did. It's called change that gives you wings. That is an amazing Butterfly Analogy episode about the change that really grows you and changes you. The last one we'll touch on is episode 64 and it's another it's called Intentional Moments and she talks about a couple goals she did during her senior year that were so beautiful and small but really impacted her and those those couple of habits she created definitely changed her life and others lives for the better for sure. So
1: Those are awesome. Love every single one of them. I feel super connected to all of them, so I can't tell you where to start, but listen to them all. To wrap it up, you guys, spirituality is meant to be this restorative practice in our lives to help us cultivate just more stillness. And we will receive more divine inspiration and intimacy with our Father in Heaven as we continue with this calm and with this space that we're going to create in our lives. And I think it's our job to really... Set aside time and make these opportunities for things that matter the most in this world. I think as you practice this and see the benefits in your own life, you will realize this is going to help you become the person that you've always wanted to become.
0: I know that as you put in the time to grow spiritually, you will be paid back. You will. I would not say that all of our episodes are super spiritual, but it has been something that has been growing the spirit inside of me. And as I've put in the effort, I have been paid back in dividends that have been bigger than I ever, the investment has been paid back way more than I've put in. So if you do these, these things to try, you will receive growth it just happens it's it's like anything really if you put in the effort you get back but i think spiritually god pays you back much more than what you put in i know that this is such a blessing and it can bring so much peace and happiness there's so many things that we go through in this life our lives are not going to be perfect but we will be strengthened and we will be blessed and i know that to be true and i know that this is an important part of our lives so i hope that you will realize it's good to push yourself. It's good to try to grow that. And it doesn't matter what other people are doing around you. You got to just tune into what you need and just try.
1: Wow, Erica, that's a beautiful perspective. And one that I think would have been pivotal if we both had when we were teens, right? Yeah. So hopefully you guys take this to heart and just take what makes sense to you. We're not saying all of this will work for you, but just take what touches your heart and go from there and you will be guided to be your best self. We love you guys and we cannot wait to have you with us next week.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.